My name is Corey. And I'm Sharonda. And this is Until Forever. This is a relationship podcast. Uh, we do not claim to be experts, gurus, or anything like that. No way. Um, we're just trying to share our journey. We hope that you come along with us on this journey. We hope you enjoy this journey. We hope that you even give us some input and help us out. We always say, come talk to us. We want to hear from you, too. Definitely. Um, so, today, tonight, this morning, <laughs> this evening, whenever you're listening. Today. We're, we're going to talk about something. We're going to do something a little different. Um, as opposed to how we normally do things, um, we came across a Instagram post, was it? Yes. Um, by Ezekiel Ozanwu. Ezekiel Ozanwu. Uh, Ozanwu. And his Instagram title, what is it? Name? <laughs> anyway, it's words by Ezekiel, if mm-hmm. you don't know who he is. Um, he's a poet that usually does the poets in autumn, t- poets in autumn tour, like with Preston and Jackie Hill Perry and genetics. So, um, very good poet. Him and his wife have a show that they do together, um, and he's pretty popular on Instagram amongst the Christian community. So, mm-hmm. um, he shared ten reasons good marriages aren't happening. Um, I thought it was a pretty good post. It got a lot of discussion going in the comments section. So, um, yeah. So, Corey thought it would be a great idea if we discussed the 10 reasons that Ezekiel shared um, on his post. So, Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm excited. I want to do this. Um, because, well, first of all, because it's something different, you know. Very different. And we because, haven't done this yet. Right. And some of these things, you know, you guys will see, we're not just making stuff up. <laughs> but other people actually feel the, the same way that we feel. And, again, you know, we're, we're going to reiterate this a bunch probably. None of, we're not experts. And we don't claim to have a perfect marriage. Nowhere close. As a matter of fact, I think the perfect marriage is the unperfect marriage. A marriage that does not claim to be perfect yeah and check all the boxes but something that is a work in progress definitely i love it we're going to go through these uh we probably won't make it through all of them but it's going to be a fun journey yeah definitely check out the entire post on instagram yeah follow him did you just tell him to follow him words by ezekiel if you're not following him although i don't know how you would have never heard of him but yeah yeah okay Shout us out, matter of fact. <laughs> okay, so um, number one was not enough men and women are willing to submit their desires and lifestyles under the authority of Christ. Mm, 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 mm. First of all, if you're watching this and you didn't know that we were saved, we saved sanctified. <laughs> Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, oh, running for Jesus all the days of we our love lives. The Lord. Yeah, we really do, and and we we don't do. We know we can't do this without God. And I know every now and then we'll have little topics where it seems like this is this a Christian podcast? podcast? What is this? What y'all doing? <laughs> but but uh, we definitely mean Jesus all the way. Not enough men and women are willing to submit their desires and lifestyles. Under, under the, the authority, authority of, of Christ. Christ. What does that mean? To me, it means like, because he was careful to use the word authority. Mm-hmm. So it means more than just 
oh yeah I believe in Jesus it means that everything that happens in your life you take to God first Mm -hmm. Um, and you're living a Christ like life Mm -hmm. okay lifestyle and desires under the authority of Christ I when I hear that what I think about is how we all have our ideas of marriage when we enter into it. Um, if you've listened to other podcasts, you've heard me and Sharonda talk about our ideas of what marriage was and how I've always looked at my grandparents and thought that that's what was supposed to happen. Like I thought, you know, as we entered into this, Sharonda was supposed to turn into this magical being that could wash all of my clothes and cook all of my food and clean the house. And I just had to be there. <laughs> like, like that was, and I, I got a rude awakening real quick. Really, don't really, make it seem like I don't. Really so. quick. She does a lot, honestly. She really does. But um, I had an expectation, like if those things weren't being done, that she wasn't doing her wifely duties. But I think that's, that's what I think of when I hear, um, you know, submit your desires and lifestyles under the authority of Christ. Because whose authority is your relationship based on um, marriage being a biblical institution. A lot of times we forget that that marriage should line up with godly principles. It should line up under Christ's authority. So how do you, you know, how, how are you, how, how is it that you have something that God ordains or something that God says, you know, this is what I want you to do and we're not lining up under his authority. I think that is an amazing way to kick off a set of 10 reasons <laughs> because it boils down to, I mean, that's for, I mean, if you didn't want to give any other reasons, that one right there would go across to all of them. Cause if you're submitting yourself under Christ's authority, you're doing it the way that God intends for you to do it. And if you do it that way, it's going to be blessed. Definitely. Doesn't mean it won't be no problems. No. Yeah. But you have, but you know what ultimately, okay, let's go back to the word of God. Let's pray about this. Yes. You know how to fix the problems. You know what to do. It hurts, but if I hold on to God, it's troubling. But if I, you know, trust in God and have his peace and understanding, we'll get through this together. That's a Christ, you know, the Christ authority. It's Christ-centered, yes. Christ-centered relationship. <clears throat> so that's that's an awesome way to kick it off. What else do you think? Oh. You want to keep going? Yeah. We can go to the next one. I just wanted to make sure you didn't have anything else. I didn't. Okay, I just think it's awesome. If you guys think of anything that you want to add to this, or you don't agree with some of it, please yeah, comment. Comment so we can inbox us. Yeah, so we can continue the conversation on that. Okay, so number two is too many pictures of quote unquote perfect marriages, not enough close proximity, close proximity to examples of the reality of marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the whole reason we wanted to do this podcast Mm -hmm. is because. We didn't really have a lot of transparent marriages around us. Um, and so we just wanted to be transparent about things that we've learned and experienced and noticed in our relationship. So, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's like when you look at, at and especially in the church. So, we're, um, I mean, this is a Christian person. It's a Christian post. So, um Yeah, in the church especially, um, and I guess, you know, like our 
parents and grandparents generations and great grandparents if you were blessed to know them you didn't really know all of their arguments and indiscretions Mm -hmm. um you just kind of like as an adult are you know maybe late teen years early adult years starting to really understand exactly everything that was going on um and even then unless they're trying to tell you you still don't really know the full the fullness of what was happening Mm -mm. and how they dealt with it and how they handled it um and nowadays it's just too many people that are i mean i'm in a wife group i told you guys that and even today you know this lady was like her husband is controlling and always wants to know where she's going and they're not even they're coming up on their first year anniversary and she was like is this grounds for divorce and i was like good lord like She's automatically just saying there's grounds for divorce. And that escalated. And <laughs> yeah. And um people were in the comments like, you know, it's not grounds for divorce, but you all do need to communicate about it. And this one lady was just going to town, like, don't let anybody tell you the first year is the hardest. It shouldn't marriage isn't hard. It shouldn't be hard. And, you know, no, should marriage be hard? No. But it is it is work. I know we don't like that word, but you have to work at it, just like you have to work at yourself. Um, and constantly reevaluate yourself. And so um, I just wish more people were transparent about how their marriage relationship works. Mm. Not that you have to give us all the nitty gritty, but you want to be realistic when you're counseling other married couples. Yeah, and this is, this is really, this is really evident in the church. Um, because you don't see, you see a facade, you see, you know, oh, here come Bishop with his wife. Oh, here come, you know, uh, superintendent such and such, or pastor so-and-so, and look at the first, look how happy they look. They they outfits match, oh, <laughs> and look, they children's outfits match. They must be happily married, and we create this whole facade of what marriage looks like, you know, with a biblical marriage or, or what a Christian marriage looks like. And I want that. I want that. Look at that. That's amazing. Wow. And then we glorify it, and we push people into it because, you know, uh, you know a, a good Christian marriage is good. You're single. It's not good for a man to be single. You need to find you a woman, or you know, you, you need to position yourself, woman, to be found by this man. And and we put all this pressure on, you know, pushing these godly relationships and godly marriages. So it's it's almost as if that's the goal is marriage, and having a you know a a, a perfect marriage, a good Christian, you know, sparkly, wonderful marriage. Yeah, and and when you do that. You just create these unrealistic expectations when it comes to marriage. So you have people like that girl you was talking about in that group, where it's like, "Ooh, do I do I do I push the, the divorce button now, or do I let something else happen?" Then I push the divorce button, and, and I think that a lot of the generation. I'm, I here we go with the generational talk, but a lot of this generation is coming up. We weak. I ain't gonna say we y'all weak, because you all. Y'all don't want to go through nothing. You don't want no issues, no problems, or nothing. And that's the type of, you know, the social media age where if you don't like something, you just type about how you don't like it and how it shouldn't happen. And it better not happen to you. Me too. And this and that and the other. Then all of a sudden you want to you fight and you want to put up this big old, you know. And it's just, it's a terrible 
time that we're living in where you know we 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 we, we think we're not supposed to go through stuff and all of that stems well for me all of that stems from growing up and seeing a facade of what marriage is and of course when you're a child you know your parents and your grandparents told you to stay in a child's place get out my stab my mouth get in the other room while we talking you know how they did because you wasn't supposed to be in a business so you didn't know when folks was arguing you didn't know when uncle peter cheated on aunt sylvia or whoever and, and if y'all got a married couple named peter and sylvia i'm not talking about them don't y'all get sensitive they put y'all on the show no we wasn't <laughs> don't know who you are just making it <laughs> but you know you, you you weren't allowed to really be a part to be privy to any of any of that stuff that was going on you know it was swept under the rug it was hidden from you if you go back another generation that generation just took everything like you know uh harold out there with his third family he should be home any minute. Let me make sure these biscuits done. <laughs> Not the like, third one. I'm telling you. And then she was still doing her wifely duty. She was still treating him. And he came home. She treated him like he ain't have two or three other families out there. Like that was just the way things were handled back then and i think we get this whole perspective where it's like well that's not gonna be me right that's not that's not how i'm finna act so i'm finna you know uh he ain't he want me to be here when he wants divorce and you pushing the divorce <laughs> but but you gotta find there's like a there's a mid range a middle ground in yeah. there where you have to understand that you do go through stuff when you're married and if it's hard for you it's hard if it's easy it's, it's easy it just it ain't just got hard yet it, it just ain't got hard yet <laughs> it's easy for whoever that was it's easy right now but you're gonna have some harm and and the first i would say the first five years is a there struggle. were quite a few women and i know we're staying it's kind of the same thing though but there were quite a few women that were like oh yeah the first one to five years somewhere in there it's going to be hard because especially if you've never lived with anybody else or mm -hmm. especially if you've been living alone for a while and now you're living together um and even another podcast i listened to they had a listener letter and it was a similar thing in the listener letter like why does he always want to know where i am and why is he always trying to look at my stuff and it was kind of like well they may not think they're intruding they may just think this is a part of being married and but you don't know that if you don't sit down and discuss it mm -hmm. and have a good communication session about it instead of an argument where you're just yelling and then you're like well you know what i want a divorce um, and please, I'm gosh, we threw, I threw divorce around. Corey didn't. I threw divorce around um, because for me it was arguments. So if we got into too many arguments, it was just like, well, this isn't working. But I didn't have enough healthy pictures of marriage around me where I saw that people got into arguments mm -hmm. and could still love each other, make up, and move on and actually resolve whatever the argument was about instead of just being angry with each other all the time. So let's just say that. So you all know, marriage, I mean, arguments are normal. Yeah. Arguments are normal. If you're not arguing, I would be concerned. <laughs> no, seriously. If you're not arguing, because as, as if you living with somebody and you see them every day, all the time, you just can't get away from they always there something is gonna get on your nerves it's just that simple if you ain't found it yet you're gonna find it 
something gonna get on your nerves about that person, and you just <laughs> oh my god, and that's what that first five years is. If something is getting on, you know, you you sitting there trying to figure out, you 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 finding out new things about the the person, you know. They put on. the toilet paper under, and I need it over. And you, I'm telling you, look up. I didn't know that this bothered me this much. I don't know if I could do this. Like you go They're squeezing have a, a toothpaste from the middle and I squeeze it from the bottom. You see? And you think, watch, I'm telling you, little stuff like that, you're going to notice something. Why she smack her lips like that after she bite into the chicken? Did she always do that? Oh, she did it again. Oh, I don't like that. Is she going to do that every time we eat? Do I, can we not eat chicken no more? So oh we gotta gosh. it's either get divorced or no more chicken. And I like chickens. So what we gonna do? Like <laughs> why it always take three hours when you go to the beauty salon. <laughs> you see? That's a that's a good Are you one. really just at the beauty salon? Put your share location on on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, where the divorce buddy? <laughs> you wanna know where I'm at? What I tell you what. This is real talk. Before we go to the next one though, before we go to the next one. If you have any authority at your church whatsoever <laughs> Please make sure if you have a marriage ministry, first of all, if you don't get one, create one and make sure that you are being real yes. about what marriage looks like. Definitely. Don't give me don't don't throw no Proverbs thirty one scriptures up on the screen. Don't, you know, talk about Boaz. Don't <laughs> don't do none of that stuff. Because there really ain't a whole lot of good examples of marriage in the Bible, to be honest with you. There's a whole lot of what not to do. <laughs> David had seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, God. Solomon had 12, 13, 14. Like, it's just not, it's not many. Okay, anyway. But make sure. Y'all, do they know? I, I don't think people understand. Uh, this is, I'm sorry. It's a hot topic with me. Because I don't think people know how serious. <laughs> It is, and how much y'all messing folks up. Do you know the divorce rate among Christians is just as much, if not higher, than that that of people in the world? And marriage is a biblical institution. That is true. Okay, number three. I ain't said. I'm playing. Okay. Number three. Number three. Too many people place enormous value on things that have nothing to do with a God glorifying, healthy, sustainable marriage. Mm. 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 (laughs) Too many people do it. Place enormous value Mm -hmm. on things that have nothing to do with a God glorifying, healthy, sustainable marriage. Let's name some of them things. What you think? What other people think? Money. Well, yeah. Money. But money can be a big issue in any marriage. Right, but is money necessary to have a God-glorifying, healthy, sustainable marriage? No. No, you could be broke as a joke and happy. I'm sure some crackheads ain't got no house out there that are living their best life. They probably got the best marriage ever. I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, they skip down the street. I don't think they do. Right you guys. now. I don't think they do. I promise they are. <laughs> you know, they sing it. Oh my, oh my gosh. 
A precious symbol of mine. <laughs> that was a smoke. That was a. Do they still? Oh, is that how you stop. do? Do you still do drugs? Like do that? I do drugs? No, not the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Oh my god! Personally, help the people. But is that how they do it? I I never. He definitely just said, "Do you still do drugs?" Like that? No, I, I didn't mean. <laughs> Listen, my wife does not do them type of drugs. Any drugs? I ain't gonna say. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, I don't know how people do drugs today, but all I'm saying is, I don't think it's that far, that far fetched that two crack kids are happier than people in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the church we put a lot of. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, you put a lot of value on what other people think, what they see, what they notice. What you have, um, and so yeah, money can come into that comparison. Um, can I ask something? Go ahead. Y'all stop putting so much pressure on marriages that don't have children. Yeah, that marriage. that's another one too. Leave them folks alone. That's another one too. God, um, how old you are when you get married? Yes. Yeah. That the, none of that has anything to too do. Too young, too old. Did you know? That God could purpose you to get married to someone and not have any children? Surprise! Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's 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 not okay. The picket fence, the boy and the girl, the boy older than the girl, the dog that looks like Obama them dog. <laughs> you know, two vehicles, oh, nice gosh. manicured two story house. Good job, 401k. That's not everybody's walk. So that should not be the cookie cutter example of what a good marriage looks like. Quit trying to put people in the box. Guess who I'm finna bring up? And I'm gonna be quiet. Guess who I'm finna bring up? Oh my goodness. Guess. I don't know. Hosea. Okay. He always, he always talk about Hosea being with the hoe. Because I think it's an amazing example. Of how well, that God, wasn't a glorifying, healthy, sustainable. <laughs> well, we don't. Jose, <laughs> he may have, he may have been happy. He may, you know. I don't think he was happy having to find his wife all the time. No, he's, was you out there doing what you did the other night? <laughs> You'll never do that to me. Oh my! You gosh. think he was doing that kind of stuff? <laughs> you think Jose was out there like that? Oh my god! <laughs> Okay. You gonna be out here? You if you fold the streets, it's some stuff you keep in the house. Oh my god! That move is for me. You think he was doing that kind of stuff? But actually, I'm glad you are mentioning that because <laughs> sex could be a part of that too. Because like, how many posts do you see where people are like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that. That's the <laughs> you defiling the marriage bed," and it's kind of like you know it should be between the husband and wife. Look, um, what you ta- what you talking about? Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Okay, like. How people want to say like posi- certain positions or certain things that you do in the bedroom mm-hmm. or wherever you're doing it <laughs> is um it's not godlike and it's kind of like why are you telling people what they can and can't do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no, 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 you're right. I don't think Corey was prepared for me to say anything. You're, you're like right. That. No, no, I was. That's normally <laughs> stuff I'd be saying, but I guess you're trying to step out. Okay, don't step out on faith. But that could that could be something else. I think it is something else. I think that, I think, I think we, I think some stuff 
just ain't our business. The undefiled scripture or whatever. Pray and fast. Let it mean to you what it means to you. If if you um, want to do the do in your bedroom the way you want to do the do in your bedroom, and you, I don't know. <laughs> do you remember that video of Sarita Jakes when she was standing behind Cora and, yeah. Cora and Sarah, and she was like, yeah, I mean, the marriage band is undefiled, and the kitchen table, and the shower. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was crying. I was like, she oh, was, my gosh. Don't nobody want to picture. <laughs> you and Bishop. Get ready, get ready. So nobody want to. <laughs> nobody want to. I'm telling you, that's. But that is. You're right. Because we try to dress up every marriage the way that we think a Christian marriage should be dressed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's healthy in God's eyes is what matters. You know, what works for you is what matters. And everybody's relationship's going to be different. Everybody's marriage is going to be different. And I think it's very important not to place enormous value. Yes, and that's why I say compa- I mean it's honestly comparison because at the at the end of the day you're probably comparing your marriage mm-hmm. to somebody else's and you want what you think they have, mm-hmm. um, and you don't even know if that's what God has for you and your spouse. Right. Do um, they keep God first. Yeah. And you'll find out what your purpose is as a couple. Yeah. So okay, number four. Satan hates God's idea of marriage slash family. There is a spiritual agenda against godly marriage. Mm, mm, mm. I totally, 1,000 trillion, million, billion agree with that statement. Yep. Um, I mean, it's just, there are so many attacks against marriages mm-hmm. and families. And when I say attacks, I mean, like, we can't, I mean, there's just so much where, like, people can't get along. You know, like I said today, like, that lady thought, like, the next step was divorce. Like, she wasn't, like, help me out, ladies. How can I tell my husband he's been a little too controlling? Mm -hmm. That wasn't her question. Her question was, should I go ahead and end this right now? You know, so it's like, where are your fruits of the spirit? Where's your patience and your love? Boom, that's it right there. That's it right there. Because when you talk about the spirit, when you talk about, you know, the Holy Spirit, and you talk about the spiritual warfare, spiritual agenda that's against godly marriage, you have to talk about things of the spirit. And when we are supposed to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you're filled with those things that you have those attributes or those uh, those signs that you have uh, the filling of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. You bear those fruits and those fruits have to be evident in your marriage. But when we see examples in every form of media and of, of you know, dudes stepping out. So now she burning up clothes. How many times have you seen a woman watch Waiting to Excel and just feel her help all of a sudden? <laughs> like <laughs> it's like we can't oh, we gosh. can't wait till he mess up because I'm gonna do exactly <laughs> what she, I'm putting all the clothes in the tub. I'm setting them on fire. Oh, like we have we see all these 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 things and it's like we not that we desire to 
to be in those situations, but it's like you're prepping yourself on how to deal with certain situations if and when they arise instead of having a godly you know foundation and dealing with them the way that you should deal with them yeah the enemy does not like to see resolution definitely he does not like to see something that was bad turn good he does not like to see you know a, a, a marriage that's on the verge of divorce he don't like to see god come in and fix that thing but that's we have to when you understand that there's an agenda then you understand that I have to fight this. Why? Why is that? Man, we can. We shouldn't have did this one. We should have <laughs> waited till the next one. Because think about it. Think about what a godly marriage does, and how you know when you when you are in a godly marriage, and if the children are there too, then you're raising children the way that God intended for them to be raised. When you're raising godly children, those children can then go and affect other people. And then you're changing generations. You're changing neighborhoods. You're changing workplaces. You're changing schools. You're changing churches. You're changing all kinds of stuff. And so the, the foundation of that thing, the way the enemy can stop that is by getting into your marriage and breaking up homes and yeah. creating children that are disgruntled and confused and messed up because of different things that have happened in the marriage or that they've seen happen with their, you know, with their families. So you, you got to understand that that that's so powerful. That is so powerful. What's this? Does this brother take offerings? I'm sure he will. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Never five. Nah, we done. That's it. We got to do another one. We got to come back. Oh, God. Our time is up, y'all. Well, these are good, you guys. We're going to do the rest of these. We're going to keep going. Um, we'll be back next week with the rest of them. We want you to go to Words by Ezekiel on Instagram. On Instagram. Please follow this brother. He, he dropped a bomb when he did these here. And, you know, uh, we want to keep going with them. Is that cool? That's fine. You know, I can't do I thought we were going to go into our next uh, little series we had talked about. But, yeah, we can finish this. Next week? We can finish these. We're not ready to do that yet, are we? Okay. We need a little more preparation, don't we? Okay. She's saying, okay, watch when we get off. I'm going to keep the camera rolling, and I'm going (laughs) to pretend like I turned it off. And she's gonna, you gonna see her doing all this. And putting, <laughs> I told you what we was gonna do. That's if you're watching, and no, you won't see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she ain't gonna push that divorce button. Thank, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us for episode 15. 14, 15. Episode 15. Is, is it 15? Of Until Forever podcast. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Until Forever podcast. And if you are listening or watching, please rate and subscribe. Um, We'd love a share. If you are posting anything on social media, check us out. We have things that we post throughout the week. And um, we we appreciate you following us. Get, Get in contact with us through comments or inboxes. Have a good week. And then what? What? What happens next? We end the show. Okay, we count the three, and we're going to wave and say bye. Oh, my gosh. You ready? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, you guys. I really tried.
You know, everybody noticed that one week you let you like just end it regular, right? Nobody noticed that. Uh, they did. <laughs> they they name one person that noticed what they say. They said, I noticed how you guys end it regularly. Who? I don't want to say their names. Why? They got warrants? It's <laughs> people after them? You don't have to say that. <laughs> All right. We're going we gonna to end. See y'all later. <laughs> Bye.